Most of your friends are not really your friends. They're just along for the ride when it's fun, when it's convenient, when you're winning, when it's valuable to be there, and they're gone when it's none of those things. And the real people in your life are the people who are there when it's none of those things, when you have nothing to offer them in return, and they're still there showing up right next to you. And those are your darkest hour friends, and those maybe gonna be five of those people in your life, maybe 10 if you're really, really lucky. And your entire goal in life should be to cherish those people and make sure that you are that person to someone else. Hey, hey, this is Raj Mantaj from the On Call Empath, and I'm super excited for this episode. Uh, it's something that's uh, I'm dealing with, and I know a lot of you guys that are writing in are dealing with, but first, I want to thank each and every one of you. We just moved up another couple of notches. I am now in the top three of all recovery podcasts on the web, and... I am so honored, and I couldn't have done it without all of you and all of your loyal listeners out there that participate, that listen, that share, um, that go to my Facebook group and and share their stories and and DM me. Um, if you have a story, feel free to reach out. Um, I'm definitely be interested in anything that you've been through trauma wise. Uh, if you're an empath and you have some insight, coach. Um, maybe you're a TEDx speaker, doctor, therapist. I am taking new people for the show and doing interviews, so definitely reach out. But in this particular episode, I want to dive in and why friendships never last long, especially for empaths. I know that I've been through it. In fact, recently I lost a bunch of people, and honestly, I'm glad um, that happened because... And I say it in the most loving way because I feel like I'm in a journey where the more and more I find out about myself and and things that I will and will not tolerate and I notice certain things about other people, I would rather be alone than be in their presence. And I and I totally mean that in the most loving way because some people like recently, like, you know, you look at their life, right? And they don't have their stuff together. It's a mess, right? They, Their relationships are upside down. They're fighting with their baby daddy. They're um, having all kinds of issues. They're always dark, negative. Something is always going on. And that cloud, I'm telling you, does, you know, rub off on you. Now, not everybody's going to come to you with, you know, all kinds of problems that they're going to try to post on you, or I just look at it this way. You are the five people you hang around with. That's been studied. That's the truth. If you have five people that are miserable, always talking each other's back, gossiping, you're going to be one of those people prone to be one of those people. But there's other factors, which I'm going to go over and stay tuned to the end, because I'm going to give you five solutions on how you can build more quality relationships and not feel lonely and and go through this struggle that you're going through 
I call it a spiritual awakening, you know, whatever you want to call it. There's a reason why you're going through this journey alone and you're getting people to lose interest in you and go somewhere else. And be thankful that a lot of times, even with jobs too, like you wonder like, man, why did I lose this job or why did I lose this relationship? This person was my everything. Honestly, if you change the narrative in your head and you say like, wait a minute, I wasn't happy when they were in my life. Um, it was causing more strain and stress. And when they're gone, you're going to find something that fits you. And maybe that other person, they're not a bad person. You know, things happen. And I want to start off by naming a couple things on why people don't have a lot of friends, especially empaths. I know I don't. I only have like a handful of people that I go to and that's it. And once I get to that number, I don't need to try to flex and show people on Instagram, like, look at all all my friends. Typically, these people are, are not on my social media for a reason. They're people I go to that I've known for decades. Um, and I have, like, just very few of them. And I'm totally content with that. Maybe you're listening and you're kind of, like, wondering, like, okay, I got a lot of friends. I'm okay. But... Will those people step up in the time of need, or are they going to bail on you when you when you need something? Um, you're in a health crisis, or you you lose your job, or you, you know you have something that really bad happens to you. Are they going to be there for you, right? And if the answer is you're not sure, or you're, you're you know, or no, um, or you're like yes, they would. I know they would, but then when that time comes, they don't. That shows their true colors. And I just had this recently with a couple people. Um, I thought they, they were people that were understanding, that understood um, what I was going through. I, I was recently dealing with somebody with a loss. And, um, you know, some of these people that I've been talking to, just it was all about them. They were focusing all about their needs. And and honestly, I had to cut them off. And that's when it's okay to walk away and cut your cut people off and block them and because it's for your sanity. You're doing it for th- for you, not for them. And it may come across as you're the asshole, you're you're the selfish person, you're the coward, or whatever they want to call you. But at the end of the day, they're hurting. There's a reason why they want your friendship because nobody else is going to put up with that. And if they do put up with that, I guarantee those people are going through the same mental health issues or the depression, anxiety, and they want people around them to feed that. And I'm not going to be a participant of that because I'm trying to be in the best best shape of my life. I'm, you know, a best version of myself. And if that means being alone and having people hate me, then so be it. So number one, change. People get married, people get into a relationship, you know, um, not too many people stick around after, let's say they have a new relationship, but let's say you're talking to somebody and all of a sudden they get into a relationship, it becomes serious, they get married, and then you don't see them again. I get that. That's a change that it it happens. Um, I know if I had a lot of friends in high school that got married early, I mean, they're all divorced now, but... um, which is ironic, but, you know, that's something that you can't control. So that's why you can't really put all your eggs in one basket. This is my ride or die. You just can't because anything can happen and you got to be happy for that person. Number two, priorities change, lack of communication. Um, sometimes their social skills are not there. Um, you know, their intent, 
you know, there's all kinds of reasons why people walk away and that's fine. And you have to embrace that. Like you can't say like, I can't live without this person. Or if I have a problem with this, I would always go to this person and now they don't care about me. Like they've got something else going on or they got a new job or they got a new relationship and those priorities change and there's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean you're a bad person or they're a bad person. It is what it is. Number three, and this is what I've been dealing with uh, recently, is disagreements, lack of um, respect, uh, you know, going over my boundaries. You know, all these things, It's in a relationship, it's 50-50. You know, in a friendship, if you're the one that's always talking and coming to me with your problems, and I'm just listening, and I'm like, uh-huh, mm-hmm. And then I tell you, like, look, you know, <clears throat> I think this is a one-way relationship, <clears throat> And you're not respecting my boundaries, and I don't think I'm getting anything out of it. You know, I, I feel worse after I talk to you. And if they don't respond, this is a good indication to walk away, and, you know, you, you're better than that. You don't need this in your life. You're better off working on yourself, being alone for the time being, because what are you going to get ar around somebody where they're always talking about others, gossiping, or they're dis disagreeing? Or you, you this last... um experience that I had is, you know, I was going through a lot myself and, and I said, I need some space away. And they took it the wrong way. Like I was aiming it at them. But the matter, the fact of the matter was I was aiming it towards everybody. I needed time alone from everyone, not just this person. But again, it was all about me, me, me. How could you do this to me? I've been your good friend. You don't treat friends like this. Honestly, that person has problems and that's something they got to work on. And again, it's nothing that they did wrong. It's nothing that I did wrong. It's just what it is. They are just that type of person that they need somebody who's going to make them feel something, whether they're spewing all this negativity out of their mouth or if their life is upside down with their baby daddies and kids and, you know, not having, you know, a job and all these things that, you know, everyone goes through those times and that's what friends are for. But if you look at that, they're not doing anything about it. There's so much you can do to help this person. Number four is, uh, this is kind of coincides with three is they're always negative and they're careless. You know, they, they not to say that they're lazy, but they're, they're bringing you down and all the time they're like, they're the ones at the table with no money. You go out to eat, you're always paying for them. Um, you know, these types of people, they're takers, uh, again, don't try to have these types of friends in your life because all they're going to do is drain your bank account um, and then they're going to point the finger at you that you don't care, you're not, you know, you don't understand my situation. It's good once in a while to help somebody out, but if somebody's not helping themselves again and, and they're negative and their life is upside down, just look at their life. Just take a take a look at their life. If it's always been kind of like chaos you don't want to do with anything with that person because they've made a con unconscious effort to change they're always going to have chaos they're always going to be either alone or they're going to have people around them to enable them to use others and and for me um that's not going to happen i'll just walk away and not i'm not going to feel bad for you because you're not helping yourself number five they're seen as you know afraid 
they have this what can you do mentality what can you do for me as a label as a friend you owe it to me to do these things to come to my becking to always pick up the phone when i need you when you when i text you you pick up the phone right away not five minutes like within seconds they have this expectations that you're available all the time that's dangerous a lot of times narcissists do this like they test you but they want you at their becking call at every second. And again, I've had friends that if you don't text them after a couple hours, they think you're the worst person in the world. How could you do this to me? And again, that's emotional. That's on them. That has nothing to do with you. You have a life going on. And it's really sad because a lot of times just are takers and they want to use you for what you have. And they're not even interested in a friendship. They just want somebody to bring you down. I, I had a... um college friend not too long ago who would just it would just be one-sided all the time he would be talking about his issues his problems what can you do for me and he would expect me to pick up the phone every night at the same time and if I didn't he would take it you know like disrespect I have a life I'm not going to bend over backwards a true friendship a real friendship would understand that you have a life, that you have boundaries, that would ask you if it's okay before they do something. I have a really good friend. Um, I'm not going to say his last name, but let's just call him Don. Um, this guy knows me inside out. Like we go out and sometimes I don't feel like going out and he's totally cool with it. Doesn't make me feel bad. Um, when we are out and I'm, you know, maybe not in the best mood, he'll take me to my favorite place. Sometimes he'll pay for me um, just to cheer me up and surprise me. Um, a lot of times when I reach out to him, he doesn't answer. I don't get upset when he reaches out to me and I don't answer for a few days. We're not killing each other. We're not saying that you owe me your time, your efforts all the time. Like we just have that understanding. That's what a true friendship is. And just out of the blue, he texted me the other day and it's like, hey, I'm just checking up on you. I know you, you know, this happened to you and I wanted to see how you're doing. He didn't have to do that, but he did it. Do we have our disagreements? Of course, it wouldn't be healthy if we didn't. And we do argue and we do fight, but it's very seldom and we get over it very quickly and we move on. It's not something that we linger over. So he picked up the phone and texted me. I'm just seeing how you're doing. And that's how you know you have somebody you want to keep because he's not in it for himself. He could have just not texted me at all. And then when he wants to go out or need something, he just contacts me. He contacts me either way just to see how I'm doing. And that's a good indicator that that is somebody who is going to be around for the long haul. And so far he has. And I'm using him as an example because I do cherish um, our friendship and I know um, I would do, you know, anything for him and he would do anything for me. But again, I also respect his boundaries that people change, priorities change. And if that happens, that's fine. I respect him. He respects me. That's a healthy relationship. Not this guilt trip that you didn't do this or you, you go to your ex-girlfriend when she's having problems and you like disregard your friends. Like you don't turn on your friend and make them feel worse for not giving you attention. It's just childish. It, it shows a lot about your character that obviously you're going through a lot and um, I don't want to be a part of that. So what is the solution here? Like, let's say you're listening to this episode and you just can't keep quality friends or, or maybe you have a lot of friends and you're just thinking, oh, 
I'm fine. I, I have a ton of friends. But I will tell you that quantity does not equal uh, quality. You can have a thousand friends. They can all be backstabbers versus like two who would be your ride or die. And, and, and for me, I'd rather take the lower amount and count on the one or two than be popular and have a bunch of people. And granted, I have a podcast. I know a lot of people, but are they my friends? No. They're acquaintances? Yes. They're professional people that I can go to that I do some of them consider my good friends too as well. But when it comes down to it, when I go to bed at night, I know that there's one or two people I can just pick up the phone and call. So if you're if you're at that point, you have no friends and you're just feeling kind of crappy and you're lonely, don't be. Because I'm telling you, not just from talking to all my coaching clients and all these people that I've had on my podcast, it's a lot better to be alone and not have everybody in your life for the time being while you're in this journey because it grows character, you know? Um, so a lot of times people will ask me, okay, just wrapping up here, what would you do? Like, how do I change this around? Well, first, number one, and this goes for all your friends, even the, the close ones is don't be available 24 seven, have a life, do things. Um, I know a lot of times when people text me, I don't text back right away. And the ones that have a problem with it, usually just end up, um, getting upset or they don't text me anymore. And that's fine. But don't be so available. Don't let them try to coerce you into into their time. Like, like you have to conform to their time frame. Like if they're only available between these hours, you don't have to be. Okay? You have a life. And of course you can make efforts and, and try to switch things around. But don't don't try to go out of your way to cater to somebody who's, you know, going to be using you for just somebody that they can vomit all of their mental health issues, right? Learn to keep your circle of friends small. So I know that having a large circle of friends I've had in the past, like it's a lot better to have a few people, your go-to, your ride or dies. And um, the reason for that is, is you don't need a lot of lot of people in your life. Like as empaths, we have so much energy to give. So why not give it to those that deserve it? I mean, you're not going to give 100 people all of your energy and all of your attention. Like, no, just for me, like I have two or three people and that's it. And I give them all of my energy and they know me. I know them. We have an agreement and that's it. You know, I feel good when when I'm around them. That's another thing you want to ask yourself. Do you feel good after the after you hang out or, or after a conversation or do you feel worse? Do you feel gaslighted? Do you feel obligated? Do you feel like you have to be on the phone and let them speak and say their truth uh, until you can hang up? You know, these are some things you got to ask. As empaths, I know it's really tough. Um, And, you know, it's okay to be alone. And I'm going to keep saying that because a lot of us are afraid that if we don't have people, we're going to get depressed and we're going to lose out and we're losing, you know, certain things. But at the end of the day, it's about you, not them. I'm going to repeat that. At the end of the day, if these people don't help you with your life and help you become the best version of yourself, then why are you with them? And this goes for relationships too. If they're not adding value to your life, there's no reason to be around these people. Because people that have low self-esteem, that don't have a lot of goals, 
they're going to hang around those types of people. Do you want that? No. I mean, I'm always looking to better myself. I'm talking to people that are very professional, that that I aspire to be a lot of coaches, a lot of TEDx speakers, a lot of like influencers and high profile guests. There's a reason why I have like these people on my show. They're not easy to get on my podcast, but they do come on my podcast because there's there they know there's value. They know that there's a lot of people listening and they get something out of it. So so do I. I learn from each person. And I want to end this podcast episode with this. Most people lack communication skills, and I've done an episode on that. So if you want to listen to the previous episode, but more importantly, if there's a lack of trust, lack of loyalty, you know, lack of respect, why are you in a relationship with this person as a, as a friend, friend? I mean, maybe they make you feel good and they listen to you, but if they are having people in their lives that they're disrespecting and their life is upside down, they can't hold up a job, you know, and just, you know, just no, no goals in life. What do you think that's going to happen to you? If they can't give trust, respect, loyalty to other people, what makes you think they're going to give it to you? If they're gossiping about other people, what do you think they're doing to you when you're not around? You may not think that they are. Oh, they would never do that. I guarantee it. People watch their behavior. If they're doing it with around, they're talking around other people, they're going to do it to you eventually one day. Sure, you might feel good around them. Sure, you might like going out to eat with them, having a good time, laughing. All that does not count because at the end of the day, are they going to come to your house at two in the morning when you're having a breakdown and you had like a crisis? If the answer is, no. I mean, I'm not saying every friend should do that, but you should have that one person or one or two people. And they don't even have to be family. They could be somebody in another country or whatever. It That connection, that human connection, very hard to find for empaths. And that's why I urge you to take an audit of all the people that you deal with on a daily basis. This includes your employer, your boss, your friends, your relationship. See how they treat other people. Another good thing is watch how they treat the waiter. <laughs> I heard that's another thing that you can do is if they treat them like crap, what do you think they're going to do to you once you get to know each other? And I mean, they say that in the more in the dating scene, but like there's some truth to that. If they're treating other people bad, eventually you're going to get hit because people's true colors don't come out on the first day or first couple months. You say one thing to trigger them. And and this is what happened to me recently is you see their true colors. You see their anger and that anger and that frustration's not coming towards me. That's already been in them. They're just upset because I don't want, it's a rejection. It's a form of rejection. Basically when you walk away from somebody and they can't handle that. And especially people with mental health issues, BPD, um, narcissist behavior, they don't, they don't work well with that when you just kind of write them off. And that's understandable. I'm cool with it. My life's gone on. 
I got a lot of good things going on right now. I have some really good friends that I can go to. Um, I have this podcast that's now ranked in the top three. We got a ton more guests. We're going to try to hit 300 episodes. This thing is growing, and it's all because of you guys. And again, I can't thank you guys enough for coming on the coming with me on this journey. Please share, like this episode. And again, if you need coaching, feel free to reach out to me. If you'd like to be a guest, send me an email. Um, my information will be in the bio. I'd love to have you on. Um, and again, we do have different types of podcasts. Like I have the Elite Series, which is the high-profile guests, people with a lot of followers, people that are well-known that have been on television. Those are the people that get the spot on the Elite Series, so stay tuned for those. But if you just want to tell your story and you think it's going to help a lot of people, hit me up. I would love to hear your story. With that said, stay tuned for the next episode and we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.